What's up, y'all? Welcome to Courageously Human, another podcast or another episode, rather. Um, I hope that you're enjoying what you've heard so far. And today I want to talk about communication and how that can really help to truly elevate your life, your existence. I posted recently on social media about the power of people pleasing or the power of giving people the benefit of the doubt as part of people pleasing, sort of a a foundational unit of being in the habit, in the pattern of people pleasing. And talking about that really led me to diving a little bit further into how communication can very much affect the way in which we show up in our environments and in our own atmosphere and how we can utilize communication to be in the highest service to ourselves or we can utilize communication to restrict ourselves. And that is what I want to talk about today on this episode of Courageously Human, Courageous Conversations. But before we get started, let's do a quick breathwork meditation just to get really present within our own bodies and within your own skin. So just let your whole body relax here for a moment. You're going to slowly take a deep breath in for eight counts. all the way into your belly, into your spine, holding it here at the very top. And then nice and slow, you're going to release every ounce of it. When you reach empty, hold it at the very bottom. Releasing tension, releasing tightness, and then deep breath in again. Holding it here, releasing the tension, releasing the tightness as you hold, pressing into your belly, pressing into your spine, and then release. Again, releasing all of the tension. Taking one more moment for yourself to just exist right here in this moment, noticing what your sensations are, what your feelings are, noticing what's coming up within you and what is existing around you and really opening yourself up to sitting with this episode and yourself. Awesome. So let's dive into giving people the benefit of the doubt. I honestly think that that's a really great place to start and it's what really inspired this episode for me, uh, which is something that I have actually dealt with really, really recently and became this sort of full circle moment for me, uh, which is where the social media podcast came from and now where this episode is coming from. So for me, as a recovering people pleaser, I have really studied 
my own habits, my own patterns, my own coping, coping mechanisms as it relates to people pleasing and how I show up in the world and areas in which I regularly self-abandon or have regularly self-abandoned and the ways in which I have been in the practice of putting other people first in ways that are maybe not as obvious. And those were the those were the pieces and parts of my recovery that were the hardest to really step through and and clear out because there was a lack, truly like a lack of awareness. It wasn't even a lack of acknowledgement. It was a lack of awareness, not realizing that there are certain patterns that I'm in that are creating this space where I still continue to put other people first, which is, you know, the, the very base, very foundation of people pleasing. So what is it about putting, giving people the benefit of the doubt that means putting other people ahead of yourself, putting people first. I'm going to explain this from my perspective because otherwise I'm telling other people's stories and, you know, in order to create a safe space and honest communication and honest connection, I am only able to truly share my experience and how it relates to me in being able to really describe this particular subject. So I'm not going to say that people that giving people the benefit of the doubt is inherently bad. I think there are plenty of opportunities where that can happen and it's in a very safe space in a very like healthy communication. However, I also believe that where that healthy communication is happening, where that healthy connection is happening, where those healthy relationships are happening, there's less need to actually give someone the benefit of the doubt because the right type of communication is happening, okay? There's a huge difference between having a miscommunication. What is a miscommunication? A miscommunication is when two people are speaking to each other and there's just like a miss in being able to understand each other, right? Um, where two people are, are trying to come together but are maybe speaking um, in two different ways and having trouble really coming to find what the common ground is. And I think in any healthy conversation, there is always some sort of common ground you can come through. So miscommunication is where you are communicating with each other and just missing the mark on finding the common ground. In a healthy relationship, you recognize those and instead of acting on things, you hold space for both people, yourself and the other person. The other person is holding space for themselves and you to eventually continue the communication to find that common ground, to find understanding between the two of you, even if you're not entirely seeing eye to eye, okay? Where on the opposite side of that is like a communication breakdown where communication isn't happening. Maybe words are being spoken, but there's no actual communication happening. People aren't actually sharing what's going on. They're not sharing of themselves with each other. And 
most often in situations that are unhealthy in areas of life where needing to give someone the benefit of the doubt is exists means that there was a lack of communication, not just a communication breakdown, but also a lack of communication. And typically where that exists, at least in every experience I've been in, where that exists is that there is somewhere in the mix a very intentional removal of communication where someone or both people just are not coming to the table and talking to each other, not coming to the table to find understanding, to find common ground, to really hear each other and speak, to be able to speak truth to each other and hear each other out, okay? And this can happen between two people, this can happen between multiple people, um, this could be, you know, like a workplace situation or, you know, a one-on-one -on -one relationship with somebody, whether it's a friendship or a family member, friendship, uh, sorry, relationship, um, intimate relationship, relationship with your children. You get my point. So, in that way, things happen. Something happens, things happen. You feel overlooked, you feel disrespected, you feel unappreciated. And then you start writing stories, you start writing narratives. And it might start with feeling frustrated, might start with feeling hurt and angry and frustrated, mad, whatever set of emotions that you go through. But as people pleasers, we then immediately start to justify that behavior from the other person. And that's where giving someone the benefit of the doubt comes in, okay? So for me, in my situation, something would happen, I would feel wildly disrespected, I would feel overlooked, I would feel unappreciated, I would feel like I was being taken for granted that would hurt me, that would make me angry, I would have my emotions privately on my own, and then immediately would start writing narratives to justify the behavior from the other person. Well, I know X, Y, and Z. I know these things are happening, and so likely they moved in this direction because of ABC. And while that wasn't the best course of action for them to take while it did hurt me. I understand that they were operating with the best of intentions and likely weren't trying to be hurtful. And now I'm someone who will face it. I'm someone that will call someone up and say, hey, let's have a conversation. I would love to understand what's going on. I wanna get the whole scoop on things. And I would still give people the benefit of the doubt, right? So I would get on the phone with them or meet them in person and we would have a conversation. I am someone who believes that every conversation should start with curiosity. I think that that is the only way to have truly healthy conversation. 
I think being reactive is not always the best approach and typically leads to people feeling defensive, which does not, that shuts communication down. So I would go in really curious, hey, this thing happened, here's how I interpreted it. I would love to understand what your side of the story was and how you interpreted things and why you moved in the direction that you moved. Typically, because I am a people pleaser, I'm also an empath, which means that I had a pretty good grasp on what happened before I even had the conversation. And typically what people will tell me is something very similar to the narrative and the justification that I came up with as to why a situation happened. And then immediately I pull back on my emotions. I might say, okay, yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I really get where you were coming from. I was definitely hurt by this because of this, but now that I've heard your side of the story, your side of the story makes sense. And so I'm no longer going to, I'm going to say that I'm not hurt. I'm going to say that I'm no longer frustrated because I heard your side of the story and I'm going to just say that you were justified in your behavior. For me, this is what giving people the benefit of the doubt is. However, on the other side of that, I was not given that same respect. I was not given the benefit of the doubt because whatever happened that led them, led these people, this person, whoever, to act in the way that they did, that that did cause me hurt, that did cause me frustration, that did have a really overwhelming impact on me. Most of the time, that could have been completely avoided if they had just reached out and had a conversation with me to gain more clarity around some sort of situation or conversation that they didn't feel like they fully understood. And instead of giving me the benefit of the doubt and assuming that I'm operating in good intentions and to try to understand what my intentions are and to understand me, they act. That action causes me pain. I let it be okay on their end for the way that they reacted and acted because I'm like, okay, yeah, that makes sense from your point of view without ever bringing to the table the fact that they could have just had a conversation with me and avoided their confusion and avoided my confusion and avoided the entire breakdown of a situation. And in my experience in doing that, I now teach people that it's okay to handle situations in whatever way they deem okay for themselves because I have now overlooked the behavior and I have overlooked how it affected me, how it impacted me. And I have not upheld boundaries for myself to make sure that I am being taken into consideration in the same way that I take others into consideration. Which brings me to the communication part, because if there is 
the right type of communication and you're in a healthy situation and the right boundaries are in place, then the people that are in your life that you allow to be in your life are going to take you into consideration. They're going to give you the benefit of the doubt enough to have the respect to reach out and have conversations with you when there is a lack of clarity or they're going to be mindful about what actions they take if they're unable to have a conversation with you which means that there isn't a space created where that benefit of the doubt needs to even be given right because instead of giving people giving needing to give someone the benefit of the doubt someone's giving you respect and you're giving them that same respect back so to me when there are situations where someone needs to be given the benefit of the doubt that means that there is there has been a lack of respect given when giving someone the benefit of the doubt in a situation like that, you are telling them that it is okay to be disrespectful. And that is why communication is key. Because where there is a lack of communication, there is typically way more grounds for a lack of respect, a lack of consideration. And as people pleasers, that creates a much larger space for us to need to justify behavior, for us to want to step into those coping mechanisms of putting other people first, to try to protect ourselves, to protect them. Thus, that cycle continues. And I am absolutely my own victim of doing exactly this. I've been doing it for 40 years. I just came full circle really recently with the full awareness and the full understanding of this. So for me, and I'm bringing this to you as well, one of my very hard boundaries is that in the relationships that I'm in, there has to be space where communication, regular communication is happening, respectful communication is happening, where people are seeking, all of us are seeking clarity from each other before taking action. And that very much changes the entire landscape of what communication means to me and helped me to see that I was very much overlooking not only the importance of communication, but also the understanding of what real communication is, healthy communication is, and how setting that as a requirement for the relationships that I am in is such a huge factor in how I continue to break the habit of people pleasing, to break the habit of putting other people first, to break the habit of feeling overlooked, unappreciated, taken for granted, disrespected. And because I get to choose who is in my life and how they're in my life, I 
have full control over creating the right relationships for myself so that I am not continuously in situations where I feel like I have people in my life that are consistently needing to be given the benefit of the doubt. And that anywhere there is a lack of communication, be it a lack of communication from someone else coming to me or on my end, not feeling comfortable being able to communicate, not feeling safe being able to communicate, not having the desire to communicate, wanting to create a lack of communication is a really clear flag, a really clear sign of a situation, a relationship that I should not and do not need to be in. Because it's those situations that will keep me in a cycle that I do not wish to remain in. And you, whether you see yourself as a people pleaser or not, doesn't matter. You, in every way, in every area of your life, have that same power, that same control to create the spaces that work best for you and help remove you from the patterns and habits that you no longer want to continue in, as well as the control and power to create the spaces and environments and relationships that allow you to expand further into who you truly are and who you truly want to be and begin to create the right habits, the healthy habits that will elevate your life, that will elevate your and deepen your connection with yourself and allow you at all times to feel safe, to feel seen, to feel appreciated, to experience respect at all levels. So I just want you to know that I absolutely believe in you. And I know it's not an easy pattern to break. And that I do offer programs that can help you create different practices that will work within your day-to-day -day life to begin to move yourself out of these patterns. To help remove and alleviate some of the trial and error, to maybe slow down or decrease the amount of backslides that you have, to just feel like you have some support in making these changes for yourself and the support in those areas where those backslides happen or where they tend to happen so that you can continue to sit and stand and hold your power in place. And if that is something that you are interested in, you can find me on social media, Instagram and TikTok at MyMentorLB or online MyMentorLB.com. You are listening to this podcast. I truly appreciate you for being here. This has resonated with you. I would love for you to subscribe so you can continue to get episodes here. Follow me on social media. Share my information with your friends and family.
reach out and introduce yourself. I would love to get to know you. I'm LB. This is the Courageously Human Podcast. Thank you guys so much.